We hear about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy to understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. Uh, as you know, this show is designed to talk about and give you information on your health and ways to help prevent illness and, and as much as how to treat it all in a natural, safe, and healthy way. Um, this week, we're going to do part two. I, I don't know how many parts this segment is going to be on GMO food, genetically modified organisms, which includes animals as well as food that we eat. Um, people don't realize how serious this issue is. We, As I was saying to my engineer, who I gave a double take to, and I said he was going to be my guest, and we'll talk about engineering before the show began. I, um, people don't realize how serious this is because we live in a very sick world. There's a lot of illness, and it seems to be getting worse, obviously not better. And um, uh, there's... Our food supply is key and essential to our health. You are what you eat. And um, if you don't realize that you're eating unhealthy things, well, it's a little bit too late to say, oops. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you have to become aware of these things. Last week, we began part one of the series. And I don't know how many parts this is going to take because the more you look into it, as I've been researching it uh, again, um, the, the more important it becomes and the more information that, that, that there is out there. There's, it's basically um, health-concerned groups, and not too many of them because these are generally not-for-profit organizations, and um, they have to get money to stay in existence and be able to do their work. And at the same time, it's a, you're, you're working against um, big pharma, um, uh, big, a big, you know, um, big agri agri agriculture, you know, uh, the, these huge farm conglomerates that are owned by just a few companies and government who they seem to have in their pocket. Not all governments are in their pocket, but many seem to be. And... Um, they're the ones that are at war saying what is and what isn't safe. Is GMO safe? Is genetically modified uh, food not safe? Um, before we get into the show, I should start with, as I, uh, I uh, and thank Promo Life. Uh, Promo Life makes medical ozone generators and home care ozone generators that you can use in a number of ways. One of the ways you could use their home care generator, they make a very inexpensive model. And then the next model up that I, I like to recommend for patients to use is the elite model. But even their, their least expensive model can be used to uh, make ozonated water, which you can wash all your uh, food with and help 
get rid of some of the chemicals that at least might be on the outside of them, particularly if you're not eating organic. Um, sometimes even organic produce gets mixed or touches up against non-organic produce and it could take chemicals off of it and get it on it. And sometimes simple water washing doesn't get the chemicals off. So washing it with ozonated water, which is easy to make uh, using a uh, one of these ozone home generators um, can help clean off toxic chemicals that might be on your food, waxes and all sorts of other things that they put on various foods, like uh, cucumbers and uh, apples and things like that. So you might want to consider contacting them. They also have organic ozonated oils that are non-GMO that you could use for many different things. And we've talked about it on other shows, which you can go to um, here on Voice America, my webpage episode directory, and look at home care ozone or ozone oils, shows that we've done on it and teaches you the many different uses of it. But you can call them at 888-742-3404. That's 888-742-3404. Um, and um, whoever answers will be able to answer your questions. And if you tell them you heard about it here on the show, they'll give you a very nice present, some percent off or some special gift. They do that every week. They change it every week. So don't hesitate to call them. And promolife.com uh, is where to go to look at all their different products. Then I want to thank Doctors Biome. Um, I want to tell everybody this uh, Doctors Biome is just absolutely amazing. The product can't they they can't make it actually fast enough since it's now been out for oh, quite a few years, and it's now becoming known, and people are talking about it. Um, they're, they, you know, they, they have very strict uh, manufacturing standards. It has to go through uh, laboratory testing to prove that each batch is absolutely safe, doesn't have any mold or yeast or um, harmful bacteria or anything in it. And when it's finally released and gets to their fulfillment center, it seems to be shipped out almost as fast as they can release a new batch. So sometimes there is a delay in you receiving it. Um, and now they have their two products, the Doctor's Biome Gut Health and the Doctor's Biome Woman's Health. And um, uh, both of them are absolutely awesomely delicious. Children can use them. Uh, we've done shows on these, on the importance of probiotics, um, quite a few shows. Go look that up in episode directory and listen. And um, because this is a living probiotic, almost the first of its kind because nothing else even comes close. You can't compare it to kombucha or, or, um, or, or uh, for that matter, uh, kefir or any other liquid probiotic. Um, it's almost like trying to compare a roller skates to a jet plane, uh, to, to a rocket, you know, uh, to the moon. Um, it's just an amazing, amazingly powerful, uh, um, beneficial uh, probiotic beverage because all the bacteria are living and able to survive the stomach over 85 to 90% where capsule powder and tablet probiotics are destroyed 
over 85 to 90% in the stomach from the stomach acids and, and bile salts. And then it's capable of sticking to the wall of your gut. And by doing that, it gets to where it needs to be to keep yeast in balance and repair the damaged wall of the gut so you can absorb all your nutrients and help prevent disease and illness, as well as treat many diseases and uh, illnesses. So everybody, go to doctorsbiome.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-S-B-I-O-M-E.com. Remember to put the code RADIO20 in, and you'll get 20%, a whopping 20% off your first order. And it comes with an unconditional better than 100% money-back guarantee. Because if for any reason you don't like it, you don't want to use it, it doesn't feel right to you, they'll give you your money back and tell you to keep the product and give it to somebody else who might benefit from it. It's a wonderful product. Doctorsbiome.com and remember the code RADIO20. Now let's get back into GMO. This is part two, and I may have to do several parts because I am going, I don't like to tell people what to do. It's none of my business. I'm nobody's boss. On the other hand, my listeners tend to be very intelligent people. If you're just given the information you need to know, I feel that the people who listen to this show, where listen now in almost 60 countries worldwide, each week. Um, you're more than capable of making your own choice whether to do something or not to do something. So we will present in one of the shows uh, the other side of the coin, the um, uh, government slash Monsanto slash Big Pharma slash um, uh, Big Food Conglomerate slash side of the of GMO, and um, then you can make an informed choice whether to do it or not. I'll be crystal clear. I avoid GMO food as I as much as I possibly can. And why I say it that way is, uh, if I go out to eat with my wife or with my kids, friends, I don't know what I'm getting in 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 the restaurants. I'm certain. Unless they say organic food on the menu, it's not organic. So I am going to avoid foods that I know to be especially risky because they're most likely GMO'd like corn and soy and stuff like that. So, you know, what is GMO? And basically, you know, we talked about it last time. For those of you that are just listening this week, a genetically modified organism. It's an organism uh, which biotechnology has been applied. This creates combinations of plant, animal, bacteria, and virus genes that don't occur naturally in nature or even through traditional crossbreeding methods. You know, keep in mind, you can take one plant and attach it to another plant. And the purpose of doing that is to create a change in the plant for some positive um, benefit. Um, for example, 
uh, you want to make, um, oh, let's say, uh, a lemon that has no seeds. I don't know how you're going to grow more lemons after that tree dies, but when that tree dies, if you don't have seeds, how are you going to plant a new lemon tree? Well, um, but it does make it for ease when you're taking lemon juice out. Now, if this can be done naturally through a simple graft on a tree, that will cause through a natural evolution, a change in the, the, the tree and what the tree is going to produce. But if you want to do it in a laboratory and create a seed to grow a new tree that will have that possibility of growing without a fruit without seeds in it, such as uh, grapes that are seedless, watermelon that's seedless, etc., cetera, um, then that's where chemicals come in and that's what GMO is all about. Now, if you go to the group, the different groups like the non-GMO standard, uh, project standard, um, um, uh, Jeff, um, what's, what's Jeff's uh, group? Uh, I, I'll think of the name in a minute. Um, uh, you know, Jeff Smith, that is, we spoke about him last week um, and his group, um, there's a number of different groups that that um, organizations that have been created um, that will talk against because they're doing their homework and you're getting summaries of all the different homework that has been done on why GMOs aren't safe as well as what the big pharma will say. But basically... The, the claim is there's an absence of credible, independent, long-term feeding studies showing the safety of GMOs. Now, keep in mind, and we're going to talk something about it, animals are fed GMO food, and this can create an unhealthy animal. Then if that, that animal is slaughtered for your food, if you eat meat, I haven't eaten meat in 30, this is my 34th year. I stopped in 1980. Um, it, if you, if, if you're, you're a meat eater, you're going to be eating an animal that may have been changed in some way in terms of its health. And this is going to affect the meat that you're eating because you can't necessarily cook this stuff out. Now, Last, best that I know, and it could be even more by now, 65 countries around the world, including the U.S., Australia, Japan, all of the countries in the EU require genetically modified foods to be labeled. Canada does not. I don't know what's going on in Canada. I had a patient yesterday in the office uh, coming in for ozone therapy from Canada. And it, I used to look on Canada as being so progressive, so open-minded, so special in every way in terms of the way the, the country runs. Thank God the people are not the same and how they're letting the government get away with these things, I don't know. But ever since um, 
and they she she was claiming even earlier but i look on it as ever since uh covid came in the government has changed and become and and just reversed and became a very restrictive uh country they they so but in many ways and particularly medically and with their food and whatnot um so you got to be careful what you're eating unless you know that even a small percentage of GMO has to be labeled and put onto food. Uh, now, here in the U.S., uh, uh, the USDA's National Bioengineered Food Disclosure Standard, some but not all products containing GMOs must be labeled. Um, there are exemptions, um, but... This isn't fair to people. You should know if, if a food has any amount of GMO component in it so that at least it's a choice that you make to eat it or not, don't you think? Now, you got to be careful because most packaged and processed foods contain many ingredients. And if you look on them, uh, you know, corn, soy, canola, sugar beet, and... The vast majority of these crops grown here in North America are, are genetically enge uh, engineered, genetically modified. I, if I look on a package and I see uh, it's not organic and I, I don't see the non-GMO certified, the little sticker that's on it, and I look and I see any of those foods that I know um, uh, could be modified, you know, in some way, I will not buy it. It's just that simple. I have a choice and I'm aware of it. And I take those extra moments when I'm shopping as busy as I can be um, and am uh, to make sure I'm not eating any of that stuff. Um, now, you have to consider that uh, livestock um, uh, aquaculture products are at high risk because genetically modified, um, because genetically engineered ingredients are very common in animal feed. And this impacts animal-derived products such as eggs, milk, meat, honey, and seafood. So you have to consider that. You have to consider that. GMOs also sneak into our food in other forms. Let's go to our first commercial break. When we come back, we're going to get deeper into this. Um, and this is so important to you. So come back um, and, and hear what we have to say. We'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. 
Doctor's Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Okay, so now, as I was saying... You know, these GMOs can sneak into, if you don't watch out, many different things and you don't know it because it it may just be one component in the box or the food that you're going to eat that's already been prepared. Um, Like hydrolyzed vegetable protein, corn syrup, molasses, um, textured vegetable protein. You know, today we have a lot of... um, Uh, plant-based foods that are coming out. You want to make sure if you're eating a plant-based food that it's non-GMO, that's for sure. Uh, Various flavorings, even in vitamins, yeast products, um, uh, sweeteners of all types. You got to be very careful. Fats, oils. Now, GMOs, how are they affecting farmers? Now, this is a very important thing. So think about this. I mentioned it in the last show. I'm going to mention it again because it's very important. Because these are very unique forms, GMOs are very unique forms, biotechnology companies are able to attain, uh, obtain patents to control the use and the distribution of these seeds that they create. So they have various restrictive license agreements that take away a farmer's rights to save seed. So the farmers um, have to rely on these third-party corporations to provide them with both GMO seed and chemicals such as herbicides that make those farmers kind of beholden to big agriculture. And this poses a very serious threat to farmers' sovereignties and whatnot. Because as I said before, if a seed blows onto someone else's farm, and this was going on some years ago, I don't know if it stopped, let's say corn, and corn 
um, that was GMO'd from Monsanto would fall onto a neighboring farm that they Monsanto's Monsanto didn't own. They could sue that farmer for using their seed and growing their seed. It sounds ludicrous, but they could and did. And the smaller farmer can't fight such a big corporation that has unlimited amounts of money for legal lawsuits against people. And they could lose their farm or have to sell it or go out of business. All right. But there's also impacts on the environment. And that's another thing you have to, you really take into consideration because the most genetically modified crops grown worldwide um, have been engineered for herbicide tolerance. That means when they put on herbicides and fungicides and whatnot to uh, prevent insects from destroying the crops or limiting, you know, the the growth of the crops, um, the chemicals would harm the plants. So they had to grow and genetically modify these these plants to be resistant to these things. Unfortunately, people aren't. And in the first 20 years um, of use of these, the use of toxic herbicides such as Roundup, which we mentioned last time, I don't want to start getting into, I could do shows on Roundup and its toxicity. Uh, Maybe I'll mention it in another show if we have some time. Um, but these increased many, 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 many times in the amount of toxic herbicides that were being used and were on the plants. The use of these herbicides um, killed off native plants. So native plants started to decline in amount. And this has kind of downstream effects on biodiversity. Um, the overuse of these herbicides have led to the um, emergence of pesticide resistance, what they call, you know, because evolution, you know, creates organisms, gives the or- organisms ability to survive, you know, survival of the fittest, so they can modify themselves. And ultimately, we were getting super weeds and super bugs, but which can only be killed by spraying more toxic chemicals. So the chemicals changed the bugs that are being made to become more resistant. Sounds like a bad science fiction movie, Uh, but makes it even more toxic and harder uh, for the um, non-GMO crops to survive. In addition, it gets into the soil and ultimately into our water supply, into the aquifer. So all these pesticides and chemicals are damaging the water that we drink. And that's we've done shows on it, and that's another whole show to do, maybe do an update on it one day. And basically speaking, and just be clear, virtually almost all these GMOs are an extension of big agriculture, um, chemical agriculture, and sold by the world's largest chemical companies like Monsanto. Although I think Monsanto has just been sold to somebody. So who knows what's going to be with that company. Um, And 
Unfortunately, the long-term impacts of these GMOs aren't known. When we talk long-term, we don't talk five or 10 year. You have to think about not just your children, but your grandchildren. What's gonna be happening to them when all these chemicals get into our soil and start doing, and into our water supply? And you have no real scientific consensus on the safety of these things. Back in 2015, one of these uh, studies that I've read, um, there was a, sa a statement signed by over 300 scientists, physicians, professors, and claiming um, uh, and repeating in the media again and again, an artificial construct that has been falsely perpetrated, meaning it's, it's been made out to be safe and there's no proof that it is. To date, there have been no epidemiological studies investigating potential effects of GMO on, on food and human health. I believe there have been some when I read that statement uh, by this one organization. Um, most of the research used to claim that GMOs are safe have been performed by biotechnology companies. That's why. Keep in mind, when you're that big, you have so much money, you can get pay, pay doctors, medic, um, uh, um, uh, research institutes at different universities. You give them big grants to prove what you want them to prove. And if they want to get another grant from you, they better give you the results you want to get. I don't know if I used, to, I don't listen to the news anymore. I haven't listened to news, read newspapers or anything. It's filled with nothing but stressful junk that you can't do anything about. But years ago, when I did listen on television to news shows, newscasts, they would always end the shows with sort of interesting things. New study shows chocolate is good for you. New study shows chocolate is bad for you. New study shows butter is good for you. New study shows butter is bad for you. New study shows coffee is good for you. And on and on. New study shows um, margarine is bad for you. New study shows margarine is good for you. What is margarine? A plant-based butter. Okay, which they don't call it today. <laughs> they don't call it margarine. They call it the other, um, the plant-based butter alternative. Well, the, pro the, pr the, the issue with this is very simple. Why do you get these conflicting studies? Who is funding the study? That's what people have to look into. When a study comes out in favor or against something, you have to look at who is funding the study? Why was this study done is, is kind of easy, but who funded it? And then you'll have a better idea as to why the result that they got is either potentially really true or has it been adjusted to make them to do what they wanted to do. You have to have high levels of ethics and integrity. Uh, you have to be a very moral, ethical company to just publish whatever the truth is. Um, that, that's, that's probably the most important thing. And it's hard to say which companies are and which companies aren't. Certainly, follow the money trail. When there's big money involved in something, you're going to get the result you need. It's just that simple. Let's say they're studying the effects of GMO food on, on, on cows. Let's say they gave a, they fed non-GMO gra uh, GMO grain and non-GMO grain to to uh, different cattle, and the 
the GMO grain killed two cattle. Well, take two cattle out of the study. Now you didn't have any deaths. Okay. Um, so you can take the, the, the you know, the, the, the group that had that and limit the number and get the result that you're looking for. And that's what's often done, unfortunately, in research studies. If, if originally, if you go back far enough, research like that was done in a very moral and ethical way because science and, and medicine and whatnot had, for the most part, I like to believe, very high standards. Today, it's follow the money trail. Um, and and you get what they want you to know and what they want you to believe. Okay. Now, a compre um, uh, one comprehensive review of peer-reviewed animal feeding studies of GMOs found roughly an equal number of research groups raising concerns about genetically engineered foods and those suggesting GMOs were safe and nutritious as conventional foods. This review that I read also found that most studies finding GMO foods the same as conventional foods were performed by these big biotech technology companies or their associates. And you can find, you can get this if you're that interested on the internet and do more, do some more homework on your own around it. So you got to be careful with um, believing what you read. You got to really look into it as we have done. That's part of what I do for this show. I spend hours and hours every week reviewing the literature that's out there. And uh, the fortunate, we have a thing called the internet, which allows me to find these things if I'm willing to spend those hours and hours of time looking, saving you all the trouble. So. There's different groups like the non-GMO project uh, standard um, have evaluated all these things and have come up with risk um, assessments that you can find, as I did when I looked at their uh, risk standards. Their risk status helps, helps it, uh, people evaluate products by giving greater scrutiny to their ingredients. So... They try this one particular group, which I, I, I'm, I'm finding seems to be a very, very good one, the non-GMO project. You can go online and look at all that information they have up on there if you want to. Uh, um, they determine which crops have the highest risk of being GMOs using various criteria. And they come up with different risk assessments. For, and now, for example, high risk. Obviously, this is the most important and impactful risk status that they have. Um, corn, for example, is on the high-risk list because 93% of corn grown in the U.S. is genetically modified. And GMO corn is throughout the entire marketplace. Now, remember, almost one in four of every pre-made food in a supermarket, if you look on the label of ingredients, will have corn or some part of corn in it, some ingredient taken from corn in it. And thus, you stand the 93% chance, unless it says non-GMO, 
of having GMO, a GMO uh, corn product in it. Um, there's other high risks um, ingredients um, uh, that are fed to, to animals and, and um, that can cause us very, very serious problems. For example, if you're feeding an animal a non-GMO grain, it's going to affect, as I said before, their, their flesh, their meat, if you're a meat eater, but also eggs and milk. So these are also high-risk product, uh, products. Honey is often used, and honey gets into the um, sprays that go on um, uh, all these plants. And now bees are going around to all these plants when they're in the flowering state. And um, uh, the bees are transferring this into their honey. So unless you have an organic honey, because it's grown, um, uh, the, the bees are on farms that... Um, are isolated well enough, and um, you, you've got to be very careful with the use of honey today, at least in, 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 in many countries. Um, bacteria, yeast, algae, uh, these are all um, things that are fed um, and that can be put into foods that we eat that could be c coming from... Um, gmo food. So monitoring these risks is not an easy thing. And then there are foods that have low risk. So you have moderate risk. And you can find lists of this on that website if you're interested. And then there are low risk foods. Um, and you got to keep in mind that GMOs change and can modify the DNA in things that we eat. And that's what makes up um, um, what any organism is about. Uh, the claim is that sunflowers, for example, are an excellent example of a low-risk crop because there are no genetically modified sunflowers to this point in time. So use, the use of sunflower oil is probably safe. Uh, um, but it's impossible to source the ingredients uh, such as sunflower seeds or oil uh, from a GMO. Um, but they, it's, it can be considered, you can look at uh, organic olive oil the same way, um, uh, as I believe a sunflower oil is a low-risk uh, low food and oil. Um, now, let's go... I'll just give you something that I just saw just this week. Um, uh, the, just this past week, the American Academy of Environmental Medicine called on physicians to educate their patients and their communities to, to avoid genetically modified foods when possible. Um, and um, because of the health risks, they called for a moratorium on GM foods because... They need long-term independent studies and labeling. Um, they say that several animal studies indicate serious health risks associated with GM food, including, get ready, infertility, immune problems, accelerated aging, 
insulin regulation, and changes in major organs and the gastrointestinal system. They concluded there is more than a casual association between GM foods and adverse health effects. There is a causation as defined by recognized scientific criteria that the strength of this association and consistency uh, between GM foods and disease is confirmed in several animal studies. This is serious. Um, in the functional medicine world, more and more doctors are already telling their patients to avoid uh, GM uh, genetically modified foods and go on GM-free diets. Um, not every alternative doctor, functional medicine doctor, is thinking about that, but they should be. Um, there's so many allergies now to foods that we never had allergies to, such as soy. Corn was always a highly allergenic food, but not so soy, and now soy is. Um, to the point where I don't eat soy or use soy in any method or form. Uh, I'm very, very, very careful about that. Um, so we're seeing, I'm seeing things in, me, in, in my medical practice, in my ozone medical practice that are weird and strange. I had a patient in this week that had a, a rash suddenly develop on both his legs and uh, from just below his knee uh, up to and including his ankles. And it's hard to understand why it would suddenly come on. Now, is this a, a food allergy? It, should, could, it looks like a, a, um, a, 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 an allergic, you know, chemical or allergic response. Very possible. So, and again, one thing that ozone does is gets rid of, um, it's an anti-inflammatory as well as a killer of all these organisms. So it becomes very important. It also can destroy some of the chemicals that you might ingest from GMO food. Now, who are at great risk? Pregnant women and babies, obviously. Um, uh, Dave Schubert from the Salk, Inst Salk Institute warns that children are the most likely to be adversely affected by toxins and other dietary problems related to GMO foods. Um, he says there's, without doubt, no adequate studies that prove it's safe, so children have become, as what he calls them, experimental animals. Children, when they're in a growth state, are very susceptible to chemicals. Before, I'm almost running out of show. Let's go to our last commercial break, and I'm just going to summarize everything for today. And we'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy to use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support. 
easy to follow videos, and easy to use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. So... <laughs> This is going to have to be at least a three or four part uh, 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 show. There's just so much that you need to hear. For example, they've done experiments that I think you should hear about. When they used GM fed animals, uh, for example, uh, they fed female rats in one experiment. Um, GM, some got GM food, some didn't. And most of their babies in the GM female, female rats died within three weeks, compared to a 10% death rate among the control group fed the natural soy. Also, the babies that survived in the GM fed babies were smaller and later had problems becoming pregnant when they grew to adults. Um, when male rats were fed GM soy, their testicles actually changed color from pink to dark blue. Uh, they found that the GM soy had altered young sperm even as well in these, in these mice. Um, and I can go on and on just with that one experiment, but I'm not going to. Um, there's also reproductive problems that plague livestock all the time anyway. And um, in India, they had a very serious problem, such as um, uh, buffalo that ate GM cottonseed, you know, when the cotton is harvested, they take the plants and they feed it to animals there. And um, the buffalo that ate these had complications such as premature deliveries, abortions, infertility, among other problems, health problems as well. Many of the calves that were born died. 
Uh, here in the U.S., about two dozen farmers reported thousands of pigs became sterile after consuming certain GM corn varieties. Um, some had false pregnancies. Others gave birth to bags of water. Some cows and bulls in, in one study also became infertile when fed the same corn. Gee, I wonder if it's safe. In India, animals graze, as I said, they graze on these cottonseed uh, plants. And um, postmortem showed severe irritation, you know, when these cows died from eating that, that had eaten these plants. Severe irritation and black patches in both intestines and liver. Um, strongly, uh, and, and now the sheep that they had there also were adversely affected by it. Um, so in, in lab studies, twice the number of chickens fed a particular form of corn died. Um, seven to 20 rats fed a GM tomato developed bleeding stomach, um, bleeding problems in their stomach. Seven of 40 died within two weeks. And actually, for that matter, Monsanto published a study which showed evidence of poisoning in major organs of rats fed BT corn, <laughs> according to uh, one French uh, toxicologist. Uh, it's hard to get some of these things because they're not generally always released, and sometimes you need somebody like a, um, you know, to you know, to put this information out, and hopefully they don't get caught with it um, doing so. Um, now, worst finding of all is this, GMOs remain inside all of us. That's right. The only published human feeding study ever revealed is probably what's one of the worst things about GM foods is that the gene inserted to GM soy transfers into the DNA of bacteria living inside our intestines, and they continue to function. This means that long after we stop eating GMOs, we may still have potentially harmful GM proteins produced continuously inside us. Um, so just eating corn chips, for example, could produce or um, ta nacho taco chips um, uh, from made from BT, you know, corn could damage our intestinal bacteria. That's why so many of us may have digestive problems. This is where doctor's biome becomes so important in replenishing healthy biome and getting rid of bacteria that may be damaged in your gut. Now, when the evidence of this gene transfer was reported at medical conference around the U.S., doctors responded by citing huge increases of gastrointestinal problems among our patients and this may be why GM uh, digestive disease conditions and problems are so severe, and people are eating these foods and they don't and they have these problems and they don't realize they're just making it worse. I know we're running out of time. I'm going to hold off and go in terms of moving on with that uh, with the show from here. Let's when we come back. In the next show, I think I have I have some guests coming on next week. 
after that, we'll get back to this because I don't want to. I don't want it to end and then come back to it six months later. I want to try to finish it up, and I am going to present the other side of the story: why Monsanto and the other companies that make this stuff think it's absolutely wonderful and safe, and you shouldn't have any reason to worry. Okay. Anyway, I want to thank um, Promo Life. Um, go to promolife.com. Remember, you can call them at 888-742-3404. And um, you can get, just mention you heard it here on Dr. Robin's show, and they'll take wonderful care of you, as they do everybody anyway, but they'll do something special for you as well. In addition, make sure you go to, and this is, if you're starting to listen to the show, it starts to tell you why the gut biome is so important and why you have to put the good boys back in because we destroy them every day with food and whatever we drink, which is always, always has bacteria that we don't want in it. And therefore, you have to put the good boys back in. And that's why you have to get Doctor's Biome. Go to doctorsbiome.com. Um, make sure you put the code at checkout in for your big discount, Radio 20, and get 20% off your first order. And then if you go on auto ship, you'll get additional, um, you'll get an additional monthly discount. Comes with a 100% money back guarantee. It's delicious. Ladies, you should be feeding it to your children. Um, much smaller doses than the two-round shot that adults need to take. Um, I, I think they put up their recommendations that I've made uh, to the company about what to give children. Uh, if not, listen to some of my shows on this and we go over it. Or you can reach me and contact me through my Manhattan office. So remember, doctorsbiome.com, code radio20. Call my office in Manhattan at 212. 581-0101. That's 212-581-0101. And they'll, let, they'll have you connect to me directly. Or email me at ozonedoctor, O-Z-O-N-E-D-O-C-T-O-R. Ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Ozone Doctor at yahoo.com. And um, uh, with questions, you can uh, suggest future shows, medical conditions, and problems. You'd like to find out all the natural ways of uh, fixing and helping. Um, uh, in any case, ozonedoctor.com, my office in Manhattan at 212 Everybody, we're going to have a great guest on next week uh, right here on, on the show. Tell your friends about it. Go to episode directory and listen to all the different shows that might be beneficial to you. At least have an idea of the different shows we've done on different medical conditions and problems. So that if someone you know and love gets sick, you know where to go to get the resources you need to treat all these things in a safe, big word, safe and healthy way. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy, stay well, and we'll be back with you again next week. Bye now.
Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week.